Welcome to the Quite Audacious Podcast with Amanda Swiger. I am a self-made, rebellious and bold, multi-six-figure wedding and boudoir photographer with a deep belief that doing things my own way is why I've been so successful. I'm now taking that love of audacious, rebel-minded thinking and helping other photographers build the lives and businesses that they're in love with, all while still working with clients and taking you along for the ride. No topic is off limits here, so expect a lot of honest conversations, in-the-moment riffs, business and life advice, tough love, and of course, talking with you about all the ways you can work with me and to create the life that you've been dreaming of. I'm so glad you're here. Let's get into it, y'all. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Quiet Audacious Podcast. I am so excited that you want to spend part of your day here with me, and I wanted to bring you a little bit of a conversation that I have been having with several friends and some of my mentoring clients, and when a topic comes up several times, I feel like then this is something I should probably put on the podcast for y'all because I'm sure it's not just my friends and clients who are struggling around a particular topic. And that is why I love the podcast. It's a way for me to bring y'all just a little peek into my world, but also bring you conversations that hopefully are helpful to you and really can bring you something that you can implement maybe today. So the thing I wanted to talk to y'all about is that I feel like there is this thing that happens and it does not matter what kind of business you are building, running, et cetera, where people think that like their logo and their brand colors and the branding air quotes around that is the, and the website, the stuff that's the kind of the visual aesthetics of a brand is where people spend such an absorbent amount of time. And I am not here to tell you that it doesn't matter. I do think that having a professional presence is important, but I think that so many people get so stuck in that being the only thing, the all caps, the thing when it comes to creating a brand and creating a consumer experience. And I just think that that's a very short-sighted, small-minded view of what, as a consumer, someone feels when they interact with your brand. Um, and kind of the the main kind of takeaway I want you all to have from this episode is that people remember who you are and what you've told about them. They're not going to remember your logo, your branding. Um, and I think that so often we focus on the pretty part, not on the messaging and the experience and the why and that. And so I wanted to just kind of talk to you today a little bit about some of the ways I see this show up, some of the ways it's shown up in my world and kind of maybe give you some encouragement if you are one of those people that is building a business, redoing a business, rebranding, shifting what you're doing, any of those things, because I just keep having the same conversation. And I was like, let's, let's put it on the podcast, y'all. Um, so one of the biggest things that I was having with one of my one-on-one clients, she is a former photographer who is kind of shifting gears into doing a lot more brand work, um, sort of photography. She's more becoming, um, like, a what is the right word? I wish Jen could be on the podcast because she could probably explain what she does a lot better than I am. But um, she basically is what, when she goes to photo shoots that she's often not the photographer, but is kind of there to help represent what a big brand like say Huggies or 
um, I'm trying to think of brands that she doesn't actually represent, uh, Kellogg's, um, she would go to a photo shoot to make sure that the photographer and the company that she's working with is getting the vision and everything is falling into place. So it's kind of like a, a director kind of position. And she has worked for mega brands for a really long time. That's actually how we know each other. But in her kind of shift to this, she was like, I need to change all of my branding. I'm no longer primarily a photographer. And we had one of our mentoring sessions and she was telling me that she was like, yeah, I've spent the last like week, you know, building out all these notes around what I want to do for the color scheme and headshot ideas and content for all the things. And I was like, I love that you are wanting to shift the visual presentation of the brand, but she couldn't tell me what she wanted people to walk away from her brand, her Instagram, her website feeling about her. And I was like, that is so much more important than whether you're using this hex code of purple or this hex code for purple. And she was getting so stuck in the like, should I do this color or this color? Does this mean, what does this make people feel? How does this color make people think? Is this font too masculine? And I'm like, yes, some of that matters. Yes, it's important to have a brand that you love, that you feel represents you, all of those things. But also, in another conversation I was having with um, one of my clients turned friends, she's starting a new business. And I made the comment to her, I said, you hired me for thousands of dollars worth of wedding photography work and you never once saw my logo. And I'm like, really just want to pause there. She and her spouse spent thousands of dollars with a photographer and I don't think that she could probably have told you what my branding colors are what my logo looks like so it doesn't really matter I mean it matters to some degree but it doesn't really matter it's that I had built that like know and trust with this client she loved my work her spouse loved my work they both felt like I was a good match for them. I could deliver the vision on what that they were looking for. All of those things. They liked my personality. All of that was far more important than the visual brand that somebody was seeing from my branding. And, you know, I do have a logo. I just redid the logo. I do have brand colors. I've kind of been living with this like mustardy warm yellow brown color for oh I don't know probably since 2016 but like my logo's not really on stuff my face is what's on stuff because I want people to recognize Swiger photography Amanda Swiger Philadelphia Boudoir as me because I, I am the brand and for most people who are probably listening to this podcast who are entrepreneurs photographers business owners you are probably your brand too it's you're not target where like the logo is kind of synonymous with the name, right? That bullseye is kind of what when we think of target, like most of us, that logo comes right into our minds. You're not target though. You're Jane Smith, who's a florist who loves what she does and is really excited to be working with her clients. And so while the logo can be really dope and really can speak to who you are, it doesn't actually matter. And I feel like so many people spent all this time building the visual aesthetics of the brand, but not building what's underneath all of that, 
if that makes sense. And I think that this can bleed over into other areas of our business where we kind of focus on these high level, high level is not the right word, the like outside leveled things, but like ignore what's underneath. Uh, and I'm going to give you an example from my personal life. I, when I first got a studio, I genuinely believed that until my studio looked like my studio does now, where it's posh, it's expensive, it, it, it's a vibe that it didn't, that I wouldn't make money. And that like my work was subpar because my studio was not quote unquote fancy. And so I spent a lot of time, effort and energy. My wife could tell you the thousands of conversations we had over like, do I paint the wall this color or this color? Like, which do I think would speak to more clients? And like, uh, maybe that sounds corny to you listening to this podcast, but if you are somebody who has ever really deeply thought about like, what you want to do with your space or your brand or your business, like you can really lose the force for the trees and get sucked into these, like, is this better or this better? Is this better or this better? And to some degree, like, I wish I would have just been like, I don't, I'm going to do this because I like it. Cause that's what I've done now. Like my studio now, people love or hate that orange tapestry that hangs in it. And that is a-okay with me. I had a client just recently who was like, I love your space, but I fucking hate that tapestry. I was like, cool, and I have to shoot in front of it. And then she saw a couple photos where you could kind of see a little of it in the background. She's like, oh, wow, that looks really dope. And I was like, see, you hate it, but like in the right context, it's for you. But maybe you just don't want all of it. But like also she still came to me even though she didn't like that one thing. And I think that people are like, if less everyone likes everything about me, I will be a meaningless business and no one will hire me. And I think that what is a better way of doing business is to say, hey, this is who I am. This is what I love producing. This is what I love doing. This is how I love to do it. And if you like that, come to me. And if they don't, happily let them go to somebody else. Stop making that mean something about you because it doesn't. And I think that sometimes we want to focus on the pretty outside, the bougie studio in my case, because that is more comfortable to me than doing the hard work of realizing that I'm selling Amanda. I'm selling people. I'm trading their money for photos. And honestly, the photos I think are a byproduct of the time they spend with me, the way they feel walking out of the studio, the way I make them feel after their time with me. And having that be normalized in my brain is a hard thing, I think, for a lot of us. It was very hard for me to realize that, like, the brand is me. I am the brand, the color scheme, the graphics, the stuff. While it's important, it's not the thing. I am the thing. And I think that so often we want to focus on the aesthetics rather than the like heart and meat of what our businesses are because it takes the focus and pressure off of us as the business owners. And I say that with all the love in the world because I totally get it. I've been there. That is me many a day. Um, and yeah, I just kind of wanted to normalize that. If you are somebody who's listening to this and being like, ah, shit, I just spent like a week futzing over like Instagram graphics 
But like really what's behind all of that is that I don't feel like I'm worthy enough of people's time, energy, dollars, likes on Facebook, shares, whatever it is, purchasing from me without all of that. Because you are, you don't need any of that stuff. You just need to be you and to do what you do really well. That's it. That's it, friends. Um, Kind of just another example I wanted to give of the same kind of concept is that I think that sometimes people, this is another one of my conversations I was having with one of my mentoring clients. She was spending like so much time reorganizing what photos were on her main page of her website and like kind of tweaking like, oh, I changed this font and it just looks so much better. And like, she would just send me these Voxer messages of like, oh my God, Amanda, I switched this one photo and it like changed the whole page. And then like the next day I'd be like, oh my God, I, I switched the, this font color to this font color. And I genuinely, I hope if she ever hears this, I'm not making fun of you. I adore you. You know how I feel about you. But like, I kind of got a laugh out of it because I sat there. I was like, and I, I said to her, I was like, hey, have you updated any, like any blog posts? Have you added any of your 2022, 2023 images to your website? She was like, no, I'm just making it look perfect. And I was like, cool, cool, cool. Perfect is awesome. If that makes your, if that lights your heart up and doing that for like a little bit of time makes you excited, great. But then what is also happening is she's saying to me, you know, I feel like I'm not getting the website traffic I used to be getting. People aren't reaching out. If they are reaching out, you know, they're unaware that my company also offers video or these things. And I was like, okay, well, do you have resources available for somebody within a few clicks to know that about you? She was like, no. I was like, gently and with all of the love in the world, no one gives a fuck about what font color you're using. They care whether or not they can find the stuff that they need to know about whether or not they want to hire you. And she like was like, oh, yeah, you right. And I was like, why is that such a hard, like hard thing for you to lean into? And she kind of took like a day to respond to me. And I was like, oh, I've, I've maybe hit her nerve and I felt a little bad about it, but I was like, I'm gonna let her, I'm gonna let her marinate in that. And then she responded back to me and was like, honestly, because I feel like I should, my work should be better than it is. I look at some of these other people who shoot the same venues I do and they're very like moody with all this flash and she's very not, she's very bright and airy, very talented. And she was like, I just, I'm in my own head about how my work looks compared to other people. So if I like update what's on my website, then I have to like own the work I created last year. And I was like, okay, so it's easier for you to play with font colors and feel like you've done something to your website than to sit down and do the hard work of being like, that doesn't fucking matter. I'm a dope photographer. I am serving my clients well. My clients love me. She has incredible reviews. Her, like her couples adore her, but she doesn't want to put that on the internet because she's in her own head. And I was like, what would happen if you were to blog a bunch of this stuff? You'd probably get that SEO jump that you were having from before. Now, granted, Google takes a long time. There's a, like a, 
It's not an overnight thing. So like, obviously we had this conversation maybe a week ago, nothing's changed, but she has a bunch of new workup. I was like, I even was making kind of like a little bit of like poking fun at her a little bit. I'm like, you haven't posted a recent in- photo on Instagram in months. She's like, yeah, I pull from the same like weddings I did from like 2021 and 2020. And I was like, why? And it was because she had seen all of these other photos that photographers have created at the venues that she shoots at the most and who's she's on the preferred vendor list of these places. They're on the preferred vendor list of these places. And she let it mean something that her work doesn't look like theirs. And I was like, girlfriend, that's what makes you special. That's why people come to you and not them. And she was like, oh, you right. So I hope that maybe that kind of stir something in you if you find yourself doing some of these things. And again, I want to be very clear. There is a time and a place for changing font colors, realizing that something is not aligned and that it doesn't match the branding and that there's something off and making sure that the visual presentation of your brand and your product matches. But do not let that become the thing that you spend all of your time on when the stuff that's underneath the surface is the stuff that really moves the needle. And I really wanted to make this episode pretty broad because I feel like any entrepreneur can relate to this. And I just, I really want to see, and I'm going to, I'm going to say this in, in this way. I really want to see more women owning the fact that they can show up as themselves fully and that be enough. You don't need some perfectly curated Instagram feed. You do not need to play with your logo logo 80 times. It's not the shade of purple you're using or that, you know, this font is slightly better than that font. None of that is what is special about you. And I say that because I think that is something that specifically women and queer folks really, really struggle with. It's something I have spent the better part of 12 years trying to drill into my own head. Um, And obviously not to say that men don't also struggle with those things, but I, I think that the messaging we are handed from the time, from the time I was a little girl um, is around that it's 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 the trappings and the pretty stuff that make you special and that's bullshit friends that's bullshit so i hope that this has been an encouragement to you i am excited to keep recording these podcast episodes and i would love to hear from you if you are somebody who is like enjoying this podcast, please DM me, message me on Instagram. If you are somebody who is loving what I'm doing and wants to support it, I know it sounds so corny, but there are a few things that you can do for me, any other podcast owner um, that you love or business owner that you love. I'm going to tell you a little bit about how you can support businesses like mine and support me. You can Follow this podcast uh, wherever you are listening to my voice. You can also rate and review us. Um, If you love it, if you don't, you can just maybe not do that. (laughs) 
You can also share a screenshot of a favorite podcast episode and tag us on social media. You can tag me at the Amanda Swiger. You can also tag my other accounts if you want, Philadelphia Boudoir or Swiger Photography. And do that with other podcasts, especially us small podcast friends, especially us really small businesses. You would not believe what it means to a business owner like me to get a tag from somebody saying that they love my images, love my podcast, those sorts of things. They really do matter. They really do help businesses like mine and get other people to want to come and listen. And uh, yeah, you're awesome. And if you're one of my beautiful clients, you can always leave me a review on Google, Facebook, The Not Wedding Wire or Zola. Um, I know a lot of my clients like to listen to me. So thank you all for being here and I will see you in the next episode. But until then, stay audacious, friends. And uh, remember that you are what's fucking special, not that goddamn logo. All right. I'll see you guys next time. 